it going, everybody? Welcome to episode five of the Esteemed Gentleman Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott Labrie. Joined alongside me, as always, we have Tyler Sund. Hello. And Eric DeShane. Hello. And before we get going, you guys, I want to ask you a question, and that is, what was your favorite TV show growing up here? You know, before going to kindergarten or anything like that, what did you watch in young infant kind of age? Uh, I used to watch a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Looney Tunes was really big. Power Rangers was really big. But my favorite yeah. of all is probably Sonic the Hedgehog was my favorite. Oh, I really? Yeah. It was a very emotional show for me because, uh, yeah, Robotnik was a real evil bastard in that show. <laughs> is that, and, that's uh, the, the old one, right? Like where he's like, yeah. I like chili dogs. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. And then when Robotnik came and started turning all of his friends into robots and stuff, and he was like super upset. And yeah, it was uh, it was very good. And was it, what's the guy's name? Snively? Is that his little assistant? With the little elf looking guy with oh, the big yeah. nose? No idea. He was just like, uh, and then I remember. Yeah, I, I was watching it, and there was like a two-part um, episode, like a like a long episode, because it's like a season finale, and uh, Robotnik actually dies, and then Snively takes over, and in half a season, he's in charge, and uh, basically what he does is he tries to rebuild Robotnik into a big robot suit, and it was just one of the best shows I've ever seen. Man. It was so that, good. I remember that too? Yeah. There was a big scene with um, uh, Metal Sonic too. It was like Sonic's uncle, and that was a whole yeah, thing with that too. Yeah. Like, oh, oh Scott, man. Or, you yeah. guys got to check it out. Yeah, that's right. sense at all. That's amazing. I'm the middle version of you. Why did not get any Emmy nominations? I do not know. <laughs> also, at the end, they had like those PSAs. Like, remember, kids, Sonic doesn't do drugs, so you shouldn't either, or whatever. Maybe. I don't. I, uh, if they did, I don't remember those parts. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that worked out well for me then if they did. Because <laughs> I don't remember any of them. <laughs> What about you, Scott? Uh, I was going to say, yeah, Power Rangers. I definitely remember watching that. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but it was kind of more going towards, I think, Turbo was on its way. He had the shitty oh, Ranger yeah. kid who sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then eventually it was Power Rangers in space, and that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I watch? Like, yeah, it used to be just pretty, pretty much Power Rangers. I mean, Pokemon was a big thing, too, but that was kind of... Mm-hmm kind of get into grade one there as well um yeah those are kind of my big things a lot of actiony shows i i think i wasn't really into like you know barney or sesame street it's like ah fuck learning (laughs) let's see people beat each other up exactly superpowers exactly yeah yeah for sure yeah and whatever was else like i think i remember watching rugrats a lot too um the zone on on ytv back in the day that was a gotcha time what about you, you Eric? Uh, for me, it was same as Tyler, pretty much. Uh, those same kind of shows. Uh, I watched a, one of my favorite ones. Still, still stands out is still the Batman the Animated Series. Oh yeah, back yeah. then was yeah. that was groundbreaking show, especially oh. for a kids show. That was how how dark it was and how serious it took. Yeah, its tone mm-hmm. was really great, and yeah. it didn't dumb it down as a kids show. It was full of mystery and intrigue, and yeah. what you think sometimes backstabbing and yeah. oh yeah. No, there was that one. I watched a lot of um, uh, X Men too, as well. The same thing again there too. It was a really, well, it wasn't a kind, a kind-hearted kid show. It was a little more serious at times. And right, we do enjoy watching it. 
but for longest time we didn't have satellite or cable. We only had the three channels growing up. So I was gonna say it's same here. It's a, channel twelve and nine. <laughs> twelve, nine, and six, and sometimes nice. you get four. Uh, yeah. Sometimes thirteen on a really good day. Really good day, but that's a lot good more movies than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching a lots of like you know more movies. And one movie growing up was uh, it's called The Rockadoodle. I'm not sure if you ever heard of it. It's no, a no. Uh, it's an animated movie, and it's by what the heck's that director's name? Um, did like uh for the black the black cauldron um drag uh okay uh to hell oh Don Bluth like American oh yeah, American yeah. Fail. oh yeah the Don Bluth movie that was like one of my earliest movies and it's such a great movie too it's animated so well and Rock a little doodle. story to it so yeah hmm. why does that yeah. ring a bell like Don Bluth yeah so that's a brought me into animation too it was really good stuff so yeah yeah you saying uh Batman the animated series and X Men uh, made mm. me remember I used to watch uh. The animated Spider-Man one, the nineties oh, yeah. version of that. I watched that a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I never watched any of that stuff. And then, yeah, it was always yeah. like Roadrunner, Twilight <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Coyote. That's good yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, those clothes were classic. Remember when the Rock Looney Tunes it. hour would come on? You're like, oh fuck yeah, with that awesome intro. Play, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Seeing, uh, Garfield and Friends quite a bit too. I remember. Yeah, I don't remember. We didn't have that one. I see it here, Rockadoodle. Okay, yeah, it's like, it like an Elvis kind of. It looks very. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah, like a rocks. Yeah, he's a rock he's show. A, he's a, the main rooster is like a. It's all about Elvis's kind of story, right? It's yeah. It's, right. It's really yeah. I liked it. The owl was really fucking scary and. Damn! Right. Look at that chicken. She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and Don Bluth made the the American Tale and Five Goes West and stuff. Five I remember Apple, those. Yes, that's uh, the one I couldn't think of. Yeah, Five Goes yeah. West was Five so Goes freaking West. hilarious. Yeah, Dom DeLuise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's retarded. Toby Cat definitely made young. kids confused. That's for sure. Dragon, is a dragon? right? What's a game he made? Um, Don Bluth game that was the really tough arcade game oh it was a uh, space ace and uh that one and what was the dragon one um yeah the dragon where you're a knight yeah the hell is that one called and it's it animated like his cartoons yeah. were yeah i can't remember uh oh dragon's lair dragon's lair, dragon's lair. i was gonna dragon's say knight's like oh that's the heath ledger movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> another pretty decent movie it's pretty good swooning all over that one <laughs> thirsty thirsty <laughs> ass hoe <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Well, let's mm. get into our week here. Uh, what have you, what have you guys been watching? Uh, oh, mm. I just finished the uh, Tiger Woods documentary here yesterday. How was that? Yeah, that was actually really good. Um, I was expecting it to be more like uh, the Last Dance, where it would kind of go through his life of just performing and kind of you know the bumps along the way. But no, this was like he wasn't. He's not not even involved in like interviewed the whole time. It's all other people. And it's pretty much like a good half of it's, you know, his, him and his dad's relationship growing up. And then the other half is just the fucking stories and the downfall he had. And like the, wow. the sex, the prostitutes, the fucking how out of hand to God. Oh yeah. It was, they don't hold back on him at all. It's pretty, it's uh, only two parts, right? Yeah. So is it but like, is it like one? Long, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, they're both an hour and a half, hour, an hour and a half long though. So, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it like the first part, like here's his rise and kind of thing, and then mm-hmm. the second part is pretty his much downfall. how his dad, like, yeah, how his dad groomed him to be this great golfer, and then you know how 
he prepped him for his professional phase, but once he got kind of got older, went on his own, he kind of fell apart and it's kind of rubbed off some stuff rubbed off from from his dad. Like his dad was always in an affair and cheating on his wife, and he yeah. kind of took that too. And oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. so, oh, yeah, it goes into some pretty, uh, pretty dark stuff. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a shame that uh, they didn't. He didn't get involved, but I guess like if, uh-huh. if they were focusing so much on the negative stuff, I would. I would. That makes sense. That's why he yeah. would want to be a part of it. Yeah, um, that's. I, go ahead. I didn't really want to know. Like, sure, you get his side of the story and everything else, but still, I would like to have you know have him involved in the series, right? But now it's just not really that. Because that's the best parts of the last dance is oh. they have the tablet and they like shows like, oh, here's a. What Gary Payton like, said about you, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's like, I don't give a shit about Gary Payton. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the best parts of the whole last dance part. But yeah. Uh, or see, seeing Michael Jordan choke up when he's listening to his mother read an old college letter mm-hmm. from him asking for money and stuff. Oh, jeez. Have you seen that yet, Tyler? No. You're going to watch I don't it. Know, so I documentaries, I don't know, man. Like, the only documentaries I like are like making of movies, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this is probably one of the, of the best documentary series in a while. Like, yeah. like if Tiger King was great because it was just such a tire fire, but it wasn't really a. I don't know. I think the best documentary series. is American yeah, Vandal. If you like basketball, you should definitely <laughs> take a look at Or The Office. It is good. Yeah. Man, they, they, I can't believe they canceled American Vandal. It's such a good show. I've never seen that one. Really? I haven't seen the second season yet. I still oh, really want to see the second one. Oh, the second season so good. Is it better than the first, you think, or what? Um, I think so. Because like, the prank mm. is way more fun. It's just so. epic, right? There's yeah, like food poison. Everybody and I remember, in their pants. Right? <laughs> I remember seeing like the video footage, and it's like, man, like did this actually happen? Like hundreds of kids poisoned, whatever, and, and, and like get like really bad diarrhea and this and that. I'm like... Holy crap! How did this happen? And then it ended up being an ad for the season two yeah. of American Vandal. Like, oh my god, so fucking funny! Kids just screaming and just shit shooting out everywhere. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Oh shit! Fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's like it's if, first season. If people have never good. seen it. It's essentially like a, a crime documentary series, like parody, where instead of like them dealing with murder, they're dealing. The first season is who drew dicks on all the teacher's car in the parking, in the lot. parking lot so it was like and there's like all the camera footage was missing and stuff like so they're like it's a 10 episode thing of them just going through it's like here's the main suspect and then you go through it and it's it's actually a really well done mystery as well so that's part yeah. of the, the charm to it and the characters right. are just like all fucking stupid and like you know typical so funny people it's it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. It's really funny, but yeah, we kind of jumped on Eric's week there. Sorry, Eric. No, no. The next thing after that was just uh, Godzilla: King of Monsters. I caught up on that because I saw the trailer for the new Godzilla vs Kong. So mm-hmm. I get this one to watch and let's go Godzilla. Yeah, I it, I enjoyed it. I I watched a few Godzilla movies growing up, and you know they're very much you know hammy and mm-hmm. play for play for a lot of laughs back in the day, but. uh I enjoyed yeah. this one a lot. It took it seriously. It made the monsters menacing, and yeah, yeah it was really good. Yeah. They expanded on what worked in the first one, yeah, and really went full tilt on the second one. It's mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I want to see more Godzilla, and so they did. They did. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Way more, more, more. Finally, more monsters. Yeah, yeah more fights. And... Exactly. Yeah, like it. It's 
some stuff I, I'm not a huge fan of. Like it was a lot of, a lot of exposition moments where it's just you exist to only say things and say it fast and get people like there's no you don't really figure stuff out for yourself. It's like, okay, right? Yeah, uh, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. overall, it was still entertaining. I liked it. So yeah, right? Exactly. It's just it's a big monster movie. Monsters fighting each other. That's what you're paying to see. So yeah. and that's exactly what it is. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a masterpiece. It's not going to win Academy Awards for great, you know best movie of all time but it's still you know entertaining it's like the pacific my pacific rim so oh yeah yeah didn't uh, guillermo del toro come come out and say that he'd be down to do a godzilla kong pacific rim crossover thing i was just gonna say that because i saw that on facebook and uh, he would totally be down to bring that because they're kaiju right and that's what the guys in Pacific Rim are fighting, and that's mm-hmm. basically what they are. So it's like, oh, what if the secret war back then was that? You know, mm-hmm. and Godzilla is like one of the big early defenders of, of the Earth, mm-hmm. but then they all died off, and now the humans are now the, you know, mm-hmm. the defenders and building their, their own robots and big monsters. So I thought that'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. And get the Power Rangers, Rangers in there. Power Rangers Power come Rangers in, yeah. 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 Well, they're doing a crossover or something, aren't they, as well, or? Power Rangers and something else, if I remember correctly. Oh, are they? I'm I, not even sure. I read that Star Wars Power Rangers and another franchise were going to come together for a, either a movie or a series or something. I mean, they, hmm. in the past, they've had like the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja yeah. Turtles show up in an episode or whatever, but. Oh, okay. You know, hmm. Where all the Red, Ring, Red Rangers come back. Mm-hmm. Was good <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, something like that. But no, I thought I maybe it wasn't Power Rangers, maybe it was something else. Another series, or it was in like two opposite ones tying each other together for no reason because they just could. Yeah, right. How it was, but yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's kind of all I got to this last week here. I was not much else that I watched or did really. Played some more Star Wars. Yeah, that pretty much night. Yeah, Battlefront Two is a good game to play. Yeah, so cool for sure. Uh yeah, Tyler, what you been uh, watching this week? Well, I finally watched WandaVision. Ooh, about to. Yes. We uh, burned through that really quickly. That's it's really good. Really really good. You know, you almost forgot that you're watching like a Marvel movie for the first two episodes. Yeah. Cuz or, or like a Marvel show cuz it was just so well done that it just felt like an actual like 1960s sitcom. <laughs> but uh we can talk about that a little more. For sure. But, uh, I mean, yeah, like, how, what are your thoughts on the first four episodes there? Are you, do you have any theories going forward or anything like well, that? Carly's really into it, and actually Wanda is one of her favorites. You know, top two for sure. Black Widow is probably her favorite, I think. But uh, she really likes Wanda, and she thinks that uh, someone's doing something to her. Okay. Uh, is somehow keeping her in some kind of, I don't know, like in the first couple episodes, we're like, okay, what is happening here? Like, how come Vision's back? He died, didn't he? I'm like, fucking, no, I'm I'm sure he died, but maybe, you know, once they stopped in, in uh, Endgame, they maybe reset things and maybe he's back now, but it's like, no, because then uh, Tony Stark would be back. He's like, no, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So obviously, he's a figment of her imagination, possibly. Mm-hmm. So something's happening to her. Well, and then you uh, kind of get that in episode four, too, and and then episode four came along exactly and it's Mm -hmm. like you know and then she sees um vision come in 
mm-hmm. and like he's got the big crater in his head and his eyes are all white like he's been dead like he's a walking corpse and i'm just like holy fuck mm-hmm. and it's like oh maybe she's the one that's doing this and she's the one that's doing this to the town and yeah. whatever right but it's like but then you look at the little the little advertisements like the little commercials mm-hmm. and some of them say hydra yep on the on the stuff and it's like is hydra behind this how the fuck are they manipulating her like what where did she even go after endgame like i'm so like, i i need to know more well and, yeah, i think watching the episode four you kind of get the, the idea that she's kind of in control of the a little bit of the broadcast like because yeah she's able to push her out of there and stuff and I think yep. like these advertisements, they do have ties to her. Like uh, that second um, commercial there where they're talking about the the watch. And it's called the Strucker watch. And yeah. Strucker was the uh, the scientist in Age of Ultron who was doing experiments on her and uh, her oh. brother Quicksilver. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like I think even those are just kind of like weird kind of snippets from you know her subconscious or something like that right just like all the traumatic pieces are all coming together mm-hmm. here and there manifesting yeah so yeah that's the one thing i was i was i'm not surprised we haven't seen or even going to see was a big part of her introduction was with quicksilver too mm-hmm. her brother you haven't mm-hmm. seen he passed away in ultron i haven't seen him since i thought with that being such an integral part to her character we would see Maybe some hints of that, but nothing right now. So I'm not yeah, sure. Maybe. maybe he'll come back. Yeah. Maybe that's going to come or be referenced again or something because that right. should be part of her psyche too. If not, that's not just vision, right? So mm-hmm. I thought we see a hint of that at all, but nothing yet, even still. So, right. And, and yeah. so all the other side characters that are in there, I think those are actually like, well, obviously they're all real people that are, mm-hmm. are they like just playing by her rules? Are they just mm-hmm. pretending to, you know, go along with her and fear that she's going to like, I th- yeah erase I them like yeah. what's i think what's like, the deal? they might be brainwashed because i remember in the first episode or maybe the second one whenever she's in at that little meeting or whatever and they're yeah. trying to talk to her on the radio and then right. that, that one blonde lady kind of just like all of a sudden she kind of freezes and she's kind of like scared of like wanda and all of a sudden yeah she, yes she exactly like back into whatever her role is supposed to be mm-hmm. right yeah and then same thing with the, is it the third episode where they're all in the house and they're all like, no, no, don't, don't, don't say nothing. Don't tell her. And yes, and then one woman, the one woman breaks and she kicks her out. The other one's like, everyone, everyone else is afraid to say or right kicked out or something's gonna happen. Which right? is why I'm so confused because like even at the end of uh, episode four, like Vision almost looks like he's scared of her. Like mm-hmm. why is he? He's not even a real thing, like a living thing. Like why is he scared of her? Like what the yeah. fuck is happening? Yeah, coming I'm so me, confused. I shouldn't exist or something like what's he, he's starting to figure out maybe something else is going wrong too. As yeah. Well. And like, we can go anywhere you, we want to, right? Like we can leave these, we can leave this town. We can go somewhere else. Right. And she's like, Nope, this is our life or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, well something fucking weird is happening. I don't yeah. think it's all Wanda that's doing this. Same, that's manipulating. Yeah. I think she's being forced to do this and Hydra's or, involved somehow. That's my theory. Or she's thinks she, she is doing it, but yet something else is not right with that. And she's being right. manipulated somehow. Yeah. I think. That's yeah, exactly. Something. Like she feels like she is in control, but she's actually like not completely mm-hmm. something. Yeah, like the way she can rewind right? things. And she's like, no, rewind, start yeah. over. Yeah. Not like yeah. this. And then I was like, well, what the hell? Like yeah. you're definitely, in, you have some power here, but maybe you're not in total control or yeah. Right. Yeah, then uh, another thing I loved about the fourth episode was how much it reminded me of X-Files. Yeah. Like, so yeah. much. Like, the, the two guys trying to find out, and they got the different EF readers. They got come from different backgrounds. He's open-minded, and she's, like, the tech junkie and, like, just kind of working with the government and, uh, like, quarantining the whole town. It's just like, oh, 
<laughs> yeah, very Mulder and Scully kind of vibe going on. I thought that was really good. Yeah. I'm like, all these two goofball characters that have such minor roles, and now they're like the main focus in here. I'm like, that was kind of cool how they did that. I like that quite a bit, actually. Because mm-hmm. he's the parole officer in Ant-Man, right? Yes. That was my, right? one of my favorite parts was he did the magic trick with, <laughs> when she shows right? up, and I was like, yes, he did. Right? <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's the same guy, I think. And then he did that. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. why Marvel's so good. Just like the tiniest, smallest callbacks. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep. if you've never and seen Ant-Man look- in the Wasp, you don't know who the hell that guy is. But if you have, then it's like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and people can look at you funny, like, why are you so excited about this? It's <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I, but, yeah, I just want to say, like, the, the opening of episode four was fucking crazy. Like, everybody coming back, like, in the hospital. Oh, and, yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck. Like, we're at capacity because, like, I'm guessing people that are coming back are also maybe people who were dying at the time yeah, or well, something that, like that. Right? That's what I want to talk imagine? about. Like, because, uh, in in Spider-Man's last time it got referenced and everyone just kind of appears it's kind of played off for laughs mm-hmm. right well for once we got a serious version of like well right. what happened when the people blip. do come back yeah, yeah it's like what yeah. the fuck's happening especially yeah. exactly. in a hospital tour it would have been like full panic mode all of a sudden and then the woman comes back like where's my mom she just was discharged like she should have been out like, yeah, like, yeah that's probably out for maybe 15-20 so minutes like, I, I think I fell asleep but and yeah. it's like dude she died like three years ago it's like whoa that's what i wanted to see after after uh endgame because like well the world kind of changed so how did how did why did that happen and yeah that was kind of neat how all that time had gone by and it was just like minutes to them right Mm. that's crazy like even yeah compared to spider-man where it was like oh yeah everyone popped it's like well like more happened than that (laughs) right these kids that are in high school you know, or three years older than they oh. were before, so it's kind of awkward, right? It's like, man, that'd be so fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's cool too that like they introduce us to Sword because Sword is like a pretty uh, mm-hmm. big thing in the comics and stuff like that. And like, I think yeah, that's I even know. hinting more towards that the next big thing is going to be the scrolls and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they're talking about um, they were yeah exactly. Yeah. So I think okay. that's yeah. If you watched, oh, was it end of is the end of and you know Spider Man Far From Home? Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, you see uh, Nick Fury with uh, in that yeah. space station there. So I'm guessing it's all part of Sword and all that stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Because I was kind of confused mm-hmm. as to yeah, like where the hell he was. That whole conversation with the director of Sword and that um, what was her name Rambo was like how like she's grounded because she's of everything that happened. But like their main thing is to go off in space and. Right. Up there, right. Yeah, because so. sword is essentially shield, but for space essentially. For space, shield was right. shield in the comics. Shield's all about the home defense, and sword was all about the the outer space and all the uh, more sword more more offensive stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. exploration cool. and yeah. Well, there you go. Something I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, <laughs> like they answered so many. Well, they gave us more pieces of the puzzle, but still, you're left with so many more questions. Like. Yeah. Right. It's cool them writing the questions on the board because everybody else is like, "Yeah, I'm also curious about that." It's like, why is it a big hexagon? Why does that matter? <laughs> you know, like, rise. Yeah, is Vision alive? Yeah. <laughs> that's the one I want. I'm like, oh, nice. It's like everybody yeah. that has these questions. You know, it's got questions from everybody what they would think of. That was really well done. It was yeah, it's uh, excellent. Really, the one thing that I caught too was the um, in the comics when Vision first came out, he was he wasn't green and multicolored like he is now. He was originally white, 
a big white, you know, cybernetic robot. So mm-hmm. now with his stolen out, he turned like how he is in the comics. He's all white and pale. And so I'm wondering if he is coming back, is it's going to be Vision, but not the one we know, right? It's going to be more of that robot robot, and more basic function kind of thing. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to see if they do that with that character as well. So Okay, I have a really dumb question. The season without the stone, he's with a hole in the head, but he is white though, right? Right. So, so I'm right. curious to follow that narrative as well. So, yeah. So my dumb question uh i because i i mean i I love the marvel movies and everything i didn't really read too many of the comics but like wanda uh i didn't realize like i know in the sitcom she's able to manifest things Mm -hmm. and they just show up yeah so is she actually able to do that even outside of whatever the hell's going on with her like is she able to make something just appear maybe her powers come from the mind stone so yeah right so did she do that with vision did she bring him maybe yeah that's what maybe yeah maybe because i know in this is her, her character doesn't exist because she's technically a mutant by all the other all the other narratives. Yeah. She's right. not a, a a creation. She's a mutant by she's a Magneto's daughter. Yeah. So her powers are a mutant powers. Right. So this whole character we made for the movie, they made for the movies, is just their own pretty much OC version of Wanda. So we don't okay. really know. There's no reference point of what she can and can't do. So yeah, it's tough to compare her. Yeah, so, in I, I mean, know. in the comics, I, I believe she does have some like, yeah, reality bending and like alternate universe kind of like powers and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's just it's just waved off as mutant powers, and she can kind of do get away with whatever the hell she wants, yeah. right? So yeah, but now with this, with the because of the of the of the stone, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like I'm curious to like at the end there because I mean she, she is supposed to be in the comics she's magneto's daughter and like hmm. people might be thinking that somehow her reality bending power might somehow you know cause mutants to come into the world or something like that oh. that might explain oh. how they add them to the mcu it's like mm-hmm. that's possible i don't yeah. know true jeez it can go in so many directions man oh yeah like yeah, the, they, all, they could be making like movies for fucking centuries. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing they have Kevin Feige at the at the helm because he knows what he's doing. So he yeah. definitely does, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Right on. So, uh, oh. what else you been watching there, Tyler? <sighs> Nothing as epic as WandaVision, but uh, <laughs> another thing I've been watching is this one's kind of hit and miss for a lot of people I know, but I really enjoy is Disenchantment. I'm on season three. Well, I I was caught up as soon as it came out because I was a big Simpsons fan and Futurama and all that stuff. And this is definitely a lot different than uh, Futurama and well, not different. Maybe like mixed with a dash of like super dark humor. <laughs> but uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. There's a lot of like good twists and stuff in there because at first when I first started watching Disenchantment, I thought it was gonna be like The Simpsons where there's like no real big story arcs. It's just like something happens in this episode, then something happens in this episode. Maybe a couple episodes will tie in together, but this is like from start to finish, like an actual, you know, gradually advancing storyline. Narrative, yeah. Narrative, yeah. exactly. And uh, yeah, I yeah, I really like it. It's so stupid in some parts, <laughs> but other parts you like you'll be rolling around laughing your ass off and in other parts you're just like okay come on let's let's get let's move this along but um it's still just so good and uh of course john john dimaggio who does uh king zog fuck man that guy needs all the awards for voice acting (laughs) so good yeah i'm at a pretty good part where he loses his mind fucking he's making all those noises oh my god but uh other than that haven't really been watching too much stuff that's that's about it 
Mm-hmm. And as for video games, it's just been ever since we had our one episode and Eric brought up Command and Conquer and Red Alert. That's all I've been playing now. <laughs> that's all I've been playing is fucking Yuri's Revenge. So go. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eric, did you want to talk about uh, your, your your money making scheme before I get into my week or what do you want to do? Oh, yeah, I I want this. I did <laughs> dabble a bit with this whole Wall Street <laughs> bets and this whole uh, <laughs> GameStop. Are you up or are you down? I'm down today, Aww. unfortunately. Yeah, today, today was a negative day, but it should. Well, I don't know. I, I think I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I have no fucking clue. I'm up on the train. You were uh, up like what, 300 bucks or 300 something? 300 bucks on Friday, but today the, the, I should have sold, but I didn't sell. I held like everybody else. Hold the line, brothers. It's yeah, not about the money. It's about sending a message, right? Yeah, I, I lost a buck. So it's, it wasn't too bad. Like, like, for me, this isn't the whole... This is just kind of the fuck around with kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not betting like some of them where it's $20,000 or even more. Oh, yeah. Yoloing their whole savings on this. Like, no, no, no. I'm just going to make money if I can. If I don't... If I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. So it doesn't really bother right. me too much if I'm down a couple hundred bucks. But like, right. all I'm doing for is to get as much money as I can and then reinvest it into something else. I can... Short-term, quick exactly. turnaround for me. Yeah, so for sure. I'm not, yeah, I'm not looking too much into it. Just like I'm looking at things. When it's going to tell me to sell, I'll sell stuff. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's fun to read the comments the, on the forums and everything else on Reddit. So it's, yeah, it's, there yeah, lots that's... of idiots on there and lots of uh, yeah. That's uh, the thing. Like I was looking at it, and I remember seeing this on like Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I was on Reddit. And all of a sudden, like this before this all has started, like somebody was like posting about going to the moon, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then like right. a week later, it's like, oh, I should have been paying attention to whatever fuck that Reddit post was because I could have made a lot of money. And yep. then it was like, do I do I jump in on it now or am I too yeah. late? Like I just kept like looking at it and I kept asking people like, should I? And they're like, eh, I don't know. And then. Looking at Dogecoin, it's like, should I buy a bunch of Dogecoin? It's like, no. <laughs> it's like silver's really hot today, guys. Everybody's yeah, going buy most... silver. Should I buy silver? And I'm like, no. Dude, now I'm that's... just like, ignore it. I'm not. I'm not getting into it anymore. Just yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. That's I was the same way. Big talk today is everything. Like, oh, the silver went up. Silver went up. It's like, yeah, they're pretty. They're just trying to spam it with other shit so they can get rid of this whole uh, talk, right? So they want to turn it out because, yeah. <laughs> trying to yeah. i was at an 80 year high or something like that to, like yeah at some, at some point like that, today yeah, yeah. right back down <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah no so it's yeah it's yeah i'm not overly invested where i have everything writing on it it's just the puts around and see if i can make a little bit of money and that's all so yeah i kind of mm-hmm. i've been stock trading since um since october so i've been i know what kind of what i'm doing but not really but yeah so and yeah. just hoping to see I can make a little bit of profit and yeah, give it a shot. I was kind yeah. of was I was hoping it's like can I make like two hundred bucks real quick? Like no. <laughs> okay. No, the problem yeah. is the problem is to make a lot of money you need volume and that yeah. volume requires lots of lots of uh lots of money. But I just didn't have that in setup yeah. right, so I only had like five hundred yeah. bucks in there to play with. So money and patience, two things mm-hmm. I do not have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. On a good day, if you can get like a 10 to 10 percent gain, that's really great. But you need like you know a good enough volume where if you have 10 percent of 70, uh, 70 shares at five bucks, no, no, not even that, at a dollar a share, that 10 percent seven bucks. But if you have a thousand shares, 10 percent 700 bucks. So 
it's yeah it, that's when volume comes more important and then if you just have the volume you're just not really making a lot of money so yeah this is just for me to kind of play with and see if i can do it that's all yeah huh. mm-hmm. right on cool well uh yeah. yeah i guess i'll move on to my week and uh, i didn't have a very uh exciting week i guess uh but i did watch blood of zeus on netflix and this show is fucking awesome I highly recommend it to anybody. So uh, it's by the same studio that did Castlevania, um, except sure. for it is um, about Greek mythology. I think it's only eight, eight, yeah, eight episodes long. They're half an hour each. I like watched it all in one Saturday afternoon, um, and like yeah, though essentially the the premise of it is in in ancient times the gods versus the titans. The gods defeat the titans, and as Zeus killed the last titan, the uh, he placed a curse on the gods, and when his body hits the ocean, uh, the giants rise out of the the ocean, and there's another war, essentially, um, which causes a bunch of fate, uh, casualties on both sides. Eventually, gods do beat the titans, and they seal their souls away in a prison and throw the giant bodies into the ocean. And then, uh, years, years... Many years later, uh, a giant washes ashore, and a human eats part of the the giant, and then he becomes a demon, and all of a sudden that demons are afoot, and it's humans versus demons now. And the main character, uh, his name is Heron. He is a the son of Zeus, a bastard of Zeus, and huh. Hera's just like pissed off at Zeus. Is like, hey, you cheated on me like one too many times, so she's going up <laughs> against Zeus now. And oh. it's just yeah, like, movie? yeah, like, one on me, two me twice, she, she <laughs> on me, yeah. me a hundred times. Okay, yeah, we yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just, Jeez. it's like the animation. Like, if you've seen Castlevania, you know the the fight scenes are fucking awesome. But like, right. take that same animation quality, but like apply it to like Clash of the Titans, where you have mm. like Zeus chucking lightning bolts and exploding like the ocean up and stuff like that, and you got like. Right. This awesome like uh, Ares, the god of war, like fighting in like slow motion and stuff like that. It's like it's just so awesome and so epic. Yeah. Um, it, awesome. they do a really great job on the soundtrack too. They do a lot of like orchestral and uh and chorus oh, yeah. and stuff, uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend that. Um, other than that, yeah, I've just been watching uh basketball, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the Raptors are still not good. And I kind of figured out that I might have cursed the Raptors. So here's the thing. <laughs> So I've been playing NBA 2K every year, and mm-hmm. the first time I ever went and been a pro and finished a whole entire series, uh, the season and and won the championship. My my pro played for the Toronto Raptors, and that next uh, season they won the championship. Okay, the okay. next season, I was like, I'm not gonna play the next game. I'm not going to play the Raptors. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to play with uh, the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James mm-hmm. and Anthony Davis. The Lakers yeah. win the championship that year. Oh. And this year, I still didn't go back to the Raptors. I went to the Portland Trailblazers. So we'll see. They're not very good this year. <laughs> so I don't think the Portland Trailblazers are going to win. But uh, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty amazing if somehow oh, it's three for three over these three oh, years. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. 
I have the magic. That's that's your make money quick scheme there, Eric. Take notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the moon, boys. Yeah. To the moon. To the moon. Stupid. Yeah. And then the lack- last little thing here is uh I might be lactose intolerant. I don't know. I had telling <laughs> Tyler this before the podcast. Uh, I had a bunch of cereal. Like I don't have cereal a lot. Like I'll have cereal maybe like I'll go on a, a kick for like one week where where I have a bunch of cereal and that's it for like the whole year. So I All had right. a bunch of cereal last night and it what was kind a, of cereal? I did a uh, uh Cheerios banana nut. It's like a new flavor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leia it's loves pretty, that it's stuff. Pretty good. Um and yeah. then I also got cinnamon toast crunch because that was on sale as well. Um Ooh. but yeah, like I had like two giant bowls <laughs> of cereal and uh <laughs> and I was just like gassy after that and then like after that, it was just—I won't get into graphic detail, but it was—it was unpleasant. It, I lost—I lost some sleep last night. That's what, that's what I'll say. Um, oh <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just, you know, just going through. I'm like, why did I get so sick last night? And like, just going through what I ate, and it's like, yeah. cereal is the only weird thing that I ate that's out of the norm. Right. So I'm, gonna, I'm temp- tempting fate, but I had another big bowl of cereal today, so we'll see. And I was. A little gassy before the podcast started, so we'll see. But my my stomach's oh. feeling all right. I'll say that. Mm. All right. Try a glass of milk maybe next, and just see. Yeah. Just yeah. just milk, not the cereal. Maybe it's the cereal. Maybe there's something in the cereal. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. There's Never only one know. way to find out. <laughs> I mean, if I am lactose intolerant, that's bullshit. Because I mean, I grew up. I grew up on the dairy. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, I, yeah. I had like every meal every day growing up. But then milk. all of a sudden after high school, it's like, ah, I don't need milk. So maybe that ruined it for me. I don't know. Oh yeah, for sure. I, same way here. Like I, that's, that's one of the things I've learned too, is that like, no matter how much you've had is one day your body's just like, yeah, you know what? From now on for the rest of your life, you're going to be lactose intolerant. Sorry. Yeah. That's the way it is. So I think I might be too. Cause every time I have ice cream, or cheese. I'm the same way now. Hmm. Yeah. You have, well, yeah. you have tons of stomach, uh, stomach problems too, right, Tata? You've always had No, I do now, yeah. Like, it's just so much damage done on it. That yeah. I'm just barely holding together. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you swallowed that beer-making kit. What? what? <laughs> what talking about? Beer-making kit. <laughs> got a lot yeah. of yeast in your stomach. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Eating too much raw pizza though when I used to work at BPs or something. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound yeah, good. Doesn't sound I like... didn't actually do okay. it. I'm not fucking clap like that. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe I wonder if cookie no cookie dough. There shouldn't be any yeast in there. That'd be a weird cookie. No, it's, you can still get salmon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Salmonella, maybe. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. right. That's right. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Biology, yeah. man. Biology. <laughs> miracles all around us that's right Um, (laughs) (laughs) all right well should we uh move into the main topic are you guys anything else you guys want to talk about Uh, Um, no no. i think i'm good oh no wait 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 oh what one of the biggest things we (laughs) forgot to brought up uh eric had covid (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh gee we forgot (laughs) talk about that yeah okay so yeah, no, I had COVID. I got diagnosed and po- tested positive, and yeah, I was quarantined for ten days. 
So how, how did you, you figure you had COVID? Like, uh, at first I didn't think not, I didn't think I had it. It was, I stayed in isolation just in case mm-hmm. I just had, um, sinus issues and migraines for at first, for the first couple of days, that's all it really was. It was terrible migraines and sinus problems just blocked up. Couldn't sit up, couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Then by the third day, third, not third evening, that's when I lost my sense of taste and smell. Then when that happened, I booked the appointment the next day and <laughs> got tested because it was like, like I had some semblance of taste and smell. Like it's still, it was muddled a bit for a, for a few days, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Right. But then that third night I'm cooking supper and I can't smell a thing of what I'm cooking. Right. So, well, yeah. And I open up the spice cabinet. I open up everything else. I'm just taking sips of like <laughs> chili powder of garlic powder. And like I said, uh, hot sauce, I take a whiff of the hot sauce. My nostrils like tingle. Something should be hurting, right? But I don't sense a thing. <laughs> Nothing there. It's like oh, so weird. Fuck. So yeah, yeah booked the appointment and yeah, positive the next day and. And so did you get the nasal one or is there like a like a saliva both. swamp? I got rapid both? testing. So you do they do both for rapid testing? So you go one up the nose and you get one uh, saliva swab as well. So oh, all yeah. the orphans. And then within four hours, I, I got the reply back saying I was positive. So. Oh man! But yeah, so then I finished up that rest of the ten days. But three days after, um, like that was the Tuesday I tested positive. By Friday, I was fine. I huh. lost, I got everything back. My sense of smell came back. Um, yeah, no more headaches, no more things. I had uh, a okay. some muscle aches, which is common for COVID too as well. But right. I lasted for a few more days extra. But yeah, by by the following um, uh, Wednesday, it was well, after my ten days. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you started feeling like basically the crummiest of the whole thing was the first like five days probably? First, first five, six. The, you know, the first, the worst I felt would have been like the Wednesday, Thursday. Because okay. that's when I had it all. That's when I had no sense of smell, still had the migraine, still had all that. And no appetite okay. because you couldn't taste their smell. But no breathing smell. issues, nothing like that? Nothing like that. No, no, no breathing issues, no chest issues, no coughing. Uh-huh. So okay. no, I just had like a really, un, the better part of it, just a bad flu pretty much. Yeah. So right. I got lucky with that, but I no mean, kidding. I never, I don't, I don't smoke. I, I'm always having a healthy-ish diet, and so right. I never had any medical issues growing up or at all. Still, so luckily. Well, for congratulations. Me, Wish luckily I could for say me, same. this was pretty <laughs> easy. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it was yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I know the the first night that Monday, I was really I didn't sleep at all. I don't know why I was so anxious. Like if whether or not if I do or don't have it, but. Yeah, I mean, once I was tested positive, I was like, okay, well, I got it now. So just got to ride it out. Yeah. Ride it out, stay safe, don't get no one else sick. Yep. And that kept me yep. awake more. Was like, okay, if I was, and shit, who did I see? And who did I, who could I have a gave contact right. to? And who else could yeah. make it sick? Yeah, that scared me more. But I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen my parents and my family in three weeks and saw right. no one else, roommates not around. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you, know, you don't really know how you, you got it. Really? I got no idea because no one else. I, I literally just been from work to my place here in town and haven't seen nobody else besides work and no one else at work. Right. That's it. No one else has it. Everyone's good mm-hmm. there still. So and who knows? Like when you go shopping, somebody might have it. Yeah. You just yeah. like walk past yeah. them. Exactly. Yeah. Or touch something. Like I know. I know that the Wednesday before, I got. I got. I test. I got sick. I went shopping at co-op and that was the same day they closed the pharmacy down because that had an open case too as well. Right. But, so who, but who knows? I just did groceries that night. So, and, and for me with, because of the, because of the chair, I have to use my hands for everything. Right. So I can, 
sanitize as much as I want, but as soon as I touch my bars again, if um if there's COVID on my metal push bars, then I'm, it's on my hands again, right? So mm-hmm. it's no matter what I try, I'm kind of losing that way. So or maybe the government just told you you do have it. It's all <laughs> well, yeah. It's to scare me, but That's no, right. it's no. Uh, fortunate for me, I know people who have have it a lot worse with COVID, but luckily for me, it was really uh. Were you nervous at all? Because you know where you live, you you're there's mm-hmm. a lot of old older people. Yeah, that that was scary too. Was once I uh, yeah I made sure I had gloves on, my mask was always on, and I, I left I leave the condo here. So, and uh, yeah, no, I made sure if I was gonna go uh, before I got tested, I was always you know um, covered up. And then yeah, I came in this room, I came in the place, and didn't leave for ten days. Locked yourself up. Yep, and then I got groceries delivered to me from, to my door. They just knocked on my door, and I just opened them up with my mask on, put them inside, and that was it. So no one came inside or nothing. So oh, that's good. Yeah, good for you, buddy. Luckily, that was I was able to get that done. Cause yeah, halfway through, I'm like, I need groceries. Shit, uh, right. <laughs> I'm running out of food. Right. Yeah. Hmm. That was good. But now you're feeling all 100. percent 100. percent You know, back at it. Yeah. There you go. go. Immune? Oh, maybe I shouldn't have it again. Hopefully, and yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> I don't know you if you can know. get the 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 British version or the the new South strain, African yeah. one. I don't know if they're yeah. COVID, technically different. COVID 2.0. This time it's real. Coming back, we didn't finish the job the first time. Yeah. <laughs> double down. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Luckily, it's uh, over for me now, and. Back at it. Yes, that's definitely good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd have to cancel the podcast if he died. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, yeah. Bring yeah. <laughs> yeah, on my spirit. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Open casting calls for, for new uh, right. <laughs> new cast members. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, speaking mm-hmm. of COVID. Yeah, should we get to our main yeah let's go on to our main topic. And uh, we're going to be talking about COVID restrictions uh, and if our kind of thoughts on them. Have they gone too far or are mm-hmm. they kind of reasonable? And uh, the reason we kind of thought of this topic was um, this demonstration or protest, I guess should, I should say, uh, in Bonneville where uh, Jenny's Diner and I guess there were other restaurants opened up. Um, Broke, broke restrictions essentially it started serving lunch um so this is from the bonneville nouvelle um i'm just gonna kind of read a couple ex- 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 excerpts yes that's the word i'm trying to <laughs> trying to choke out of my uh so yeah <laughs> so yeah this is from bonneville nouvelle it says it was a different kind of protest that included vehicles filling up the parking lot and patrons lining up while waiting to be seated at jenny's diner and bakery on wednesday uh that would have been wednesday what the 27th sounds right yeah, yeah. wednesday 27th. 24th 24th yeah 27th was saturday uh 24th is saturday Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm looking in February. Yes, sorry. Yep. Twenty seventh. You're right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm looking laughs> in February. <laughs> uh, the restaurant opened its doors to dine-in services over lunch in protest of provincial health orders in place due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Bonneville restaurant was among facilities across the Bonneville and Cold Lake area that defied the restrictions on January 27th. 
Current restrictions only allow for restaurants to be open for takeout and delivery. This is a quote from uh, Jenny. She says, we can, we can open up safely. Uh, we can follow all the guidelines that Alberta Health put in place just like before. Hamel confirmed she wasn't given a fine for opening her dine-in area and no RCMP or peace officers stopped by on Wednesday. Um, yeah, and they were open from 11.30 to 1.30, so just a couple hours to serve lunch there. Um, but yeah, they had parking lot full, and from some of the pictures, like a full-on yeah. thing. Full which, yeah, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting because she, she mentions that like uh, they're following the guidelines that were put in place before, but it's like, yeah, but you're supposed to have like every second table like empty so it's like obviously you're not doing that and people are standing there waiting to get a table so obviously that's also not you know yeah if you're following the guidance you wouldn't be opening in the first place too so that's three but i mean that's all just just going by that you know like our opinions obviously are (laughs) our own but (laughs) yeah i mean i mean like i kind of think like i was listening to uh the radio and they had the mayor of bonneville on and this was the the day of, I think, and he was talking about how it, it didn't make sense that barbershops and hairdressers could be open by appointment only, but right. uh, why can't restaurants be open by reservation only or something like that? And, you know, continue to be low capacity, like, why can't they do that? And he thought it was kind of silly that, you know, West Edmonton Mall can remain open, but, like, there's definitely not sanitizing all of West Edmonton Mall as much as they can sanitize like a small little restaurant, you know, right? Mm. So he and brought up some good points. There are some very good points. I agree completely. Like even uh, somebody had said too, like if how come Walmart's allowed to be open, you know, and have hundreds of, of hundreds upon hundreds of people around, but like one little store that has maybe like, you know, 10 mm. customers, you know, come in once in a while here and there and they can actually sanitize behind them and everything. Like what's the big, yeah. So there's, there's definitely really good arguments. Yeah, and I mean, like, when there is a lockdown, you know, um, they're only thinking of of the human needs, right? Which is, like, can you get food? Yeah, so keep the grocery store open, like, right? you you don't, like, a person doesn't need to go and sit down at a restaurant. person doesn't need to go and get their hair cut, you know, those kind of things. But, like, person has to be able to get clothes. They have to be able to... You know, buy groceries and stuff like that, and like, I mean, I guess like hardware stores, I guess kind of have to be open just in case you you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden a pipe bursts in your house, and you have to fix that or something like that, right? So, right, it makes sense. Those places are allowed to be open, but like these total, you know, it's like yeah, the mini golf course sucks for them. They're gonna have to close, like you know, right, right. They're not complaining, I guess, about it because you know, <laughs> they they understand they're pretty low on the the totem pole of mm-hmm. getting reopened, I guess. Essentials, yeah. Yeah. Essentials, yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm just, I'm just like so in between, like, because everybody has good points. The people that are so against it and think it's all mm-hmm. a big hoax, it's all a bunch of bullshit and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Then the people that are like super fanatics, like, don't go outside and have been at home since this whole thing began for like a mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Some people are like, oh, let's just do like the herd thing you know like just get everybody sick and then they'll get like or herd immunity whatever they call it be done with it and it's like but now we got two strain two new strains so it's like you can't really do herd immunity now because you can catch the other two other two ones right Right. exactly 
Whereas mm-hmm. if everybody just stayed home, followed the restrictions, went through the motions, mm-hmm. maybe possibly, you know, almost back up and running again. But, you know, who knows? I don't know. Everyone wants it to be back to normal again because of how all this happened. Like, we're not going to see normal for a while still, even if we open up everything else again. Well, like, we're still going to be <laughs> new stuff. Stuff has changed now. You can't just expect it to be normal the next day. Stuff has to go through certain processes and stuff has to be done right. a certain way now. It's it's annoying, and I get the frustration, but at the same time, they have to be a little bit bending. That's, it's, we want stuff to be back to normal too, but well, of course, it's out of our control. Like we got no idea. We got everyone. I know that the end of the end of the article. She wants like give us two weeks, give us an actual date to give us hope. Well, yeah. no one knows what's going to happen in yeah. two weeks. How different is it going to be? So we can say whatever we want, but I mean, yeah, like people the next day, no one knows. Everybody has to be on board with it. Mm-hmm. Everybody is so divided that it's almost impossible, really, because people it's... are so stubborn and people are set in their ways. Mm-hmm. And then other people are, you know, like it just. I don't know. As not to like not to say it's like we do feel for those people who are you know having to close their businesses and they're losing like their life savings, and it's like well, the government should be helping you out like with that. Like they have those grants, but they're not really grants; they're more like loans. You have to pay that back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Tough man. Like there's just because like you said, there's so many good arguments for this whole thing, right? Like, (laughs) you know, right. If everybody protested, you know, they can't give, like, I've read a couple other articles. It's like, well, if we all opened, they can't, you know, find all of us. They're not going to be able to find all of us, you know. And then some people mm-hmm. are like, courts aren't going to be, like, backlogged for 15 years because everybody got a fine for, you know, being, you know, not following the restrictions. So it's like, well, I mean, yeah, but then. <laughs> yeah. It defeats the purpose of even bothering with this stuff because the reason why we're doing this is so protect those who are vulnerable. Right. It's not like. The, the, luckily, when I had it, luckily for me, I got, I got away with it. But you know, for sure. relatives who have who are a lot more autoimmune than I am, and they're mm-hmm. for them, COVID's terrifying. So it's for them, it's a whole different idea, right? Of the yeah. people that do die, that do catch it, and yeah. then the, is of those who do catch it, who actually die from it, mm-hmm. is extremely low. So it's like, yeah, who are super like, you know, like oh, just. They're they're eighty five years old. Like it's their years. Let's just get back together. Let's just get shit going. It's like okay, like relax. (laughs) Yeah. No. So it's just I don't know. It's just this whole thing is making everybody that shit fucking Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. Happening here. I mean, that's the thing too. It's like yeah, restrictions suck. I like I'm sick and tired of them. I'd like to see you guys in person. I'd like to go back to watch a movie in the movie theater. But I mean, you think when these Harsher restrictions were put in place. We were getting fifteen hundred new cases a day. Mm-hmm. Now look at January thirty first. We had three hundred and fifty five new cases. Mm-hmm. That's like right. five times less. Five so times like less obviously because, it's, working. it's working. Yeah, exactly. So like at a certain certain rate is going down. Give it a few more weeks time. Well, yeah, it'll be even less still. So like suck right. it up. <laughs> I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for saying this. I know the government is not there for the people. I know they're not. They're there to make money. They're a business. That's whatever. You know, like that's, that's what I think. But if I'm not just saying bend over and take it just, but yeah, bend over and take it. Just fucking go through the loops. 
you know, if it's going to be a month, a month and a half, whatever, take your big Serb fucking loans, relax, you know, like yeah. stay home and then just be done with it. Get it done and over with. Yeah. But well, I mean, like, I want to also say like, we're, I, we're totally aware that we're also coming from like a place of privilege where oh, we're yes. able to go to work and, you know, make money and stuff like that. And we, we're not having have... one of these businesses that are just trying to tread water. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yes i totally feel and i totally i'm not that's what yeah i got no yes. opinion on that because i'm exactly. not in that position so i can't argue for them that's on their end to make that kind of argument i can just say i can't even imagine like yeah, exactly. your livelihood completely yeah. like it's such a crock of shit like it's not fair mm -hmm. at all so like the, my frustration is on those who have the ability to take more matters into their hands and have the ability to be right. more diligent with what they do who are just ignoring it and not doing nothing and nothing about it that really bugs me the most so right and i mean like the, you know the chamber commerces and stuff they shouldn't really be pushing to be like and maybe even like i don't know these 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 restaurants maybe should be like looking into doing some sort of deals or something like that where it's mm -hmm. like yeah you know make sure you're going out and like ordering takeout more you mm. know it's help make sure these restaurants are there but when you're when we go back you know um right and like i don't know how you do that like they there's some sort of program they could do but um yeah i don't know <laughs> the one I thing i i don't have the answers <laughs> early on um back when they started the implement masks back in the states and everything else there was a sign i saw on reddit of a restaurant down uh, down there i forget what the whole thing was it was like yes you have your freedoms but understand so do we as a restaurant so we ask you to please you know be cautious wear a mask do mm. this and that but at the end of it it said don't mistake inconvenience for oppression and to me that's been the one thing that stuck with me this whole time about this everyone's yes is inconvenience but this isn't the end of the world still we're still able to focus on what we can what we can do and hopefully get past all this right so right. That's been that's been my whole takeaway with this whole COVID thing's currently going on because mm -hmm. it's annoying to wear the mask. I hate it too, but mm -hmm. yeah. it's it's an easy thing to do just till till it goes away. So yeah. right, but these people are afraid that it's not going to go away. And <laughs> yeah, the little steps that we're taking here that's not an inconvenience to us. Mm -hmm. They think it's an oppression thing is because they're slowly starting to implement all these yes. things until we become, you know, so used to it that we don't even question it anymore. Yes. That's some of the theories. Those are those glue snippers who listen to conspiracy theories, yeah. and yeah, like we, we're, we're not living in like a dictatorship, guys. Come on, it's Canada. Oh, still <laughs> right. Future right. yet? Saint Libya. This is a handsmaid tale. Well, I heard from somebody at work that the Chinese are marching up and down Main Street, Vancouver. It's all a Chinese conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's all another thing, yeah. Too, man. Yeah, the, the, the racism is still surprisingly there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Who the hell are we to, to argue about this? Like we're the free privileged douchebags, really. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I still work eight to five. Yeah, I still so slave I, away. I yeah. Have an opinion, honestly. I'll I'll uh, use that disclaimer right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but I mean, we also, you know, it's like if anybody has a right to talk about COVID, it's Eric because he had it. I had there it. Yeah. Right, that's right. <laughs> I shut up and listen. Shut up and yes, yeah. exactly. I survived COVID. Yeah, yeah. I've and it's not real. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, not Trump. No. <laughs> yeah. I had a one date and I was doing cartwheels the next. It was fine. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I woke up one morning and I was able to walk again. It was really weird. <laughs> it's a new strain. Yeah. <laughs> new strain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd actually really be interested in knowing what our people who have listened this far would, would thinks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that curious to hear your thoughts email us i mean yeah, hopefully, podcast hopefully we don't get too much hate thrown our way like we're just saying all right our fuck ideas the yeah. yeah fuck you guys exactly yeah get vaccinated fuck mm-hmm. exactly get those microchips in you come on mm-hmm. there's no microchips <laughs> Bill Gates is not involved in it at all. He just donated some money because guess what? We need a vaccine. He's got money to burn, yeah. Exactly. Dolly Parton also donated a lot of money. Doesn't mean she's gonna control you either. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. People are so crazy it's because they have all this time to sit around at home and think about all these terrible things. Yeah. The conspiracy theories nowadays are out there. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get the vaccine. I, I'm like, I, I'm actually thinking like about maybe we're doing like a, an interview because my mom has gotten the first dose, and uh, uh, you know she's supposed to get the second dose. Who knows when? I think they said four weeks now or something like that after the first one. Um, okay, but I, I think I'd like to maybe do a, a, a interview with her just to kind of clear the air. It's like, hey, mom, how you feeling? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Two thumbs up. I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get vaccinated. Yeah. It's... Yeah. You got one for chicken pox. You got one for polio. You got one for a whole bunch of other stuff when you're a kid. You're fine. Exactly. Exactly. Also, yeah. get your flu shot. Yeah. <laughs> Those help too. <laughs> exactly. Roll around. Yeah. Get your flu shot. Uh, you guys are funny. <laughs> always entertaining I like how we're like we kind of think that it's like are we are are we pushing the line here are we making people mad but it's like I think we are, I I can, like we're talking sense yeah, I, don't know. Yeah. I don't even know why I listen to these fucking guys yeah listen. <laughs> maybe <laughs> one star thumbs down yeah. exactly I only got 10 subscribers now <laughs> <laughs> Nine <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i think that's gonna do it for this this week unless you guys yeah. any have any parting thoughts here but no i just want to know what everybody else thinks yeah that'd be awesome yeah i mean if right, you, if you guys want to join the conversation or ask mm-hmm. a question you can always email us at esteemed gentleman podcast at gmail.com uh, you can follow us on Facebook and on YouTube as well. We'll usually post our, our question of the week on Facebook there, kind of get you guys in on the conversation. Um, and then, yeah, like make sure to like the podcast, subscribe on U- YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are now on Apple Podcasts. They got the email, email confirmation on that. So uh, if you got an iPhone and you're listening to Apple Podcasts, you can find us there. Just search the Esteemed Gentleman Podcast. There you go. Awesome. Right on. Well, thank you guys very much uh, for chatting with me, and we'll talk to you guys later. You betcha. See you later. See you later. Stay safe.